show. Your host, Raven. You, that's exactly what you say every time. <laughs> every time you get some liquor in you, that's exactly what you say. <laughs> so I'm knocking on the door. Uh-uh. Ready to fight. <laughs> she she almost got knocked the fuck out. She like I opened the door and like I have my keys in my hand. I was really about to like hit Robin. <laughs> we about to get hit. Uh-huh. <laughs> she about to get hit. She scared the shit out of me. Alright. Action. <laughs> <You said> action. <laughs> this is the Can We Talk podcast. My name is Calvin. And as always, to the left of me, I have my co host, Raven Brown. Hello. Um, we're going to go ahead and let her run the podcast for the rest of the episode. She has a number of topics. Um, anywhere from vampires to <laughs> being freezing cold. I don't know. But I'm going to let her go. All right. Hey, guys. Uh, well, it's good to be back. We didn't though, go nowhere. I know, but I always <laughs> like to say that whenever it's another week because we're back. You know, we're back in action. Um, so anyways, on the topic of vampires, since you mentioned that, um, I'm just wondering, has anybody ever experienced an energy vampire? Um, and I'm, I'll go into a little bit more detail about that, but I'm going to just first um, relate it to the show, um, what we do in the shadows. It comes on Fox, so if you haven't checked it out, check it out on YouTube or something like that. Look at a clip. Basically, there is an energy vampire on there. He basically talks to you about his emotions, make you sad, make you tired or anything like that. just sucks the energy out of you. So my question, have y'all ever experienced an energy vampire? Because I think I have one right now. I have one in my life. So if you're watching this, I'm not going to say any names. I'm sorry that you're seeing this. And if, I, if you think it's you, then it probably is you. I don't know. But anyways, basically they have like, it's something. How do I explain it? They're like mainly talking about like they're it's never anything happy that they're talking about and like if they're going to talk to you about something it's always something emotional always something bad something horrible that's happening to them so that you can be more invested in them and mm -mm, i just like i can't i can't especially like if i'm out trying to have like trying to have fun and stuff like that and i do care about people and i do care about like what people are going through at the time but there's also a time and a place for everything you know what i mean right so i don't know if you've ever experienced an energy vampire have you ever had someone who's just like just all they talk about is just just emotions 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 um i feel like that's my life <laughs> like everybody i'm a, like everyone who comes to me or wants some kind of guidance or questions answered that's literally all i get every fucking day like I don't have the answers to like most shit, but I think I think I, I think I think I do that but often. Do, but do they do that to just have a conversation with you, or like just that's what they like? That's what their angle is. I don't know if that's the right word. Their angle is to just talk to you about it. I mean, not talk to you about. It. Their angle is to like just suck all of the energy. I don't think anybody's is. I think that the the notion that you brought up about being that version of a vampire because when you said that in the message i was like the fuck are you talking about <laughs> but i don't think any person outside of that show other than the people who probably seriously need some help 
I don't think their goal is to do that. Yeah. Um, but for whatever reason, people think that I know a lot, but I don't know very much at all. You don't know it? <laughs> I don't know it. I don't have the answers for people. I can only go based off of what I've lived and how I feel. So to answer your question, hell yeah, there's mad people that definitely come to me on a daily basis, whether it be two o'clock in the morning, two o'clock in the afternoon, like people come with me with problems I can't solve. <laughs> Wait, have you have you been an energy vampire yourself? I don't think so. I don't think I can find in the people. I don't think I, my, the, to solve my problems, I traditionally don't go to people to find a solution. Mm -hmm. I try to find it myself, and if I can't find it, it just will never be found. I always like, if, it, if there's an issue with somebody, like for example, I had an issue with one of my friends, and one thing that I did was like, Bef I, I always try to be observant of the situation of that person and see like how they handle emotions or how they handle like different situations. So, so like one of my friends, I know like you have to give her space in order for her to come like to talk to you and stuff like that. For me, I'm right, I'm right away like, okay, blah, blah, blah. I always like apologize for like, even if it's not my fault, just to make the situation better because I always think life is too short. But I've learned to kind of just sit back and just be patient and just let people deal with things on their own time and have them come to me. And then in that time when they're like, I'm probably having the worst mental breakdown that I could possibly ever have. And I'm also like thinking about, okay, what are the things that I've done? What are the things that I can fix? Because at the end of the day, I can't fix what they think about the whole situation or what they think about me, but I can think I can fix what I think about myself. Um, and change that if it needs to be changed. Um, so I don't think I've necessarily ever been an energy vampire. Um, I've I think I've dated someone in the past that was an energy vampire. <laughs> I like that word is so funny to me. <laughs> but um, like I've dated someone in the past who was uh, who was very very emotional, and like they used that as their angle for me to stay in that relationship. That's probably why I ended up staying so long in that relationship because I was so invested in their emotions and I needed to, I felt like I have to fix them. I have to do this. And not to say that that was their fault, but that was probably my fault for staying that long. But there's definitely um, some energy vampires out there that knows how to get to people's emotions and, and, tear, them and down, tear them down that way. And what do you mean know how to do that? Because... When it comes to like emotions, right? Mm -hmm. How do you build emotions from experience? Yeah. So if a person doing so, I this is a, I have a conversation about this about well not this but like I have this argument with people all the time. If you do something consistently, it becomes natural. Mm -hmm. So whether a person realizes they're doing it, you know what I mean? Like that doesn't mean what they're doing is quote-unquote the worst thing in the world like that's something they know i know people who go to the highest class restaurants in the universe and get chicken strips my sister <laughs> you know what i mean like i know people who literally will go out of town to eat at the same restaurant they could eat at here my sister people going to miami new york denver and all they did is eat at olive garden and cheddars yeah you know so it's a, it's a habit thing so you can't well, you can, but like the ideal of someone doing that consciously is what amazes me. People think that people are doing things on purpose when everything they're doing has worked for them their whole life. That's why some grimy niggas who 
who call you bitch and then say this and that, it worked. Mm. <laughs> that does make sense. It worked. Like, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, I'm not speaking for all men, but if a dude comes at you crazy, it worked before. Mm-hmm. Men don't do that off a of one-off. It worked. So who's the problem? The man that's doing it or the woman who accepted it? And I think right now what my problem is I don't accept it and like I don't know how to handle that because I just I don't know I feel like in my head I'm just like he's all about bullshit like not that he's all about bullshit but I'm just like oh my god like you don't have to you can be honest with me you can be upfront with me because one I'm gonna tell you how like it is and I always do tell him like it is and I want to be there for him but it makes it hard for me to be there for someone Especially if people did, did this to me in the past. So I immediately just, I go into um, defense mode. I'm just like, you know, blah, 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 blah. you know, I go into defense mode so that I cannot be hurt. But then again, I feel bad for it because I'm just like, what if this person is really, really going through it? And I'm the only person that they have. You know what I mean? So it's kind of hard to like find a, a solution to not being able to accept someone sucking the energy out of you. Or, like, how to handle that situation. You know what I mean? Yeah, and then, I mean, I, I understand that 1,000%, right? But that's not your job. True. Right, and then as, as far as people go, um, it's literally just not your individual job to make that person feel great. True. Like, it's, it's just not. <laughs> like, it's, it's just not your job. And I don't think people understand that. But to attest again, like, you, you can't box people in based off of what you experienced before and if you do that you'll always be in that same box because you you're seeing the same triggers and vice versa for the guy Mm -hmm. i really don't like when women sit here and say men ain't shit and men don't do this but that's literally all they know and vice versa with women too like i there's been situations with women like where it's just like they've never eaten out before at places Mm -hmm. like they don't know culturally more than what they used to and because they don't know that, they try to shit on what you know. True. You know what I'm saying? Like, if we, oh. if, cause <laughs> if I introduce you to a restaurant and you end up not liking it, cool. If I introduce you to a restaurant and you say you don't like it and you've never been there, not cool. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's perfectly fine not to like something if you never experienced it, but... And, and that's what, I think time. honestly that's probably <laughs> what it is because this person I don't think that he's ever had a good person in their life like a friendship that's one that's honest two that's gonna like actually have him like you know just be there because he because um, he said that he's used to having people like walk in and out of his life I'm not gonna say it's hate because it's probably a girl I'm just not gonna tell that but they're used to having people walk in and Jesus out of their Christ. life um, which for me like. I, I've never been the type of person that left anybody's life, which I probably, for some people, I probably should walk out their life. Richard Jones. Jesus oh, Christ. Shoot. Oh, I thought we were that. done talking about this man. We are, we are, we are. But <laughs> I thought I'm just we were saying, done with Richard. We are, we are, we are, we are, we are, I promise. Anyways, but he's just an example that I use because he's just been there for a whole bunch of, part of my life. Um, but like... <laughs> People hate me. They're like, I fucking hate Richard. They're going to get, I feel like I hate Richard shirt. <laughs> Anyways, but like, I, like I, I, I can totally see 
like what you're saying that people are not used to that so i i think i need to be more understanding no no that's not that that's Wait, absolutely no, the opposite no. of what i'm saying i'm not saying you as an individual have to be understanding but you have to be conscious mm, of that okay. so you can move accordingly but you don't have to you don't have to understand shit no one has to understand your own struggle and your own path or whatever. No yeah. one has to understand that. I think that's a part of the problem. People try to understand shit. You just have to know it. Yeah. And then you, if you are a decent person or a person who is wanting to move forward with this person, then you make the decision to move forward with this person, mm. knowing that this is what it is. Well, I, what I told them, I said, I don't know how you feel. I can't be in that place of how you feel, but I can understand to the point of where you're coming from because i've been to i've been not to say that we have the same similar situation because everybody goes through different situations but they sometimes they feel the same emotions but i said i've i can like i can i how i can be there for you is like how i've been there for myself when i went through this and like i gave them suggestions you know to saying to try to help them like get through that because i know it's hard like i know life is hard it's hard so like i i want to be there as a friend and i said i can be there for you as support and as a friend but as for anything other than that i cannot like be there for you like there's things that you you probably have to go through like maybe therapy or something that someone's gonna have a biased opinion because i'm always gonna have my own opinion about things because i experience it a different way so i told them you might just have to actually like seek out someone who's gonna be able to just not be biased and then just just be able to help you that way but i don't know they were crying so <laughs> i don't i don't know i don't I, sometimes what my how i deal with things it comes off as like i don't care and it's not that i don't care i'm just like like it's i guess it, i see things so so soon and so simple and like this can easily be changed by this this and this and this you don't need to worry about this, this, and this. It can be handled by this, this, and this. Like, I think I have a map of everything that I, how I dealt with it. And I'm just like, and like, I have to realize how, what I went through to get there. And it took me two to three years to actually be mentally good from like my past trauma and stuff like that. And I have to realize like people actually have to go through like a healing process. So I don't know, them, but those energy vampires, they do suck the life out of you. Clearly, you won right now. <laughs> Jesus Christ! All this talk, you God damn! Oh my God! How much energy you have? God damn! You got me wanting to be on my Doctor Phil shit. Like <laughs> shit. Like that's not the answer. <laughs> I can't believe I'm an energy vampire. Y'all better tell me. Y'all are supposed to be my friends, and y'all are not telling me that I'm an energy vampire. You know what? Pisces are energy vampires. You know what's but funny? Some, some you know what's Pisces. funny about signs hmm. Hmm. i've never cared to ask or know a sign in any relationship you should it helps does it yes oh, we're both in the same situation because know? i feel like all the signs like are the same like we're all living on the same path. no i just it's feel like so people want to predict things i think people want to know what they're getting into before they get into it and don't actually take oh, the wow. experience necessary to learn a person so for men and women knowing their sign makes them know that person which gives them control and lets them know how to act around that person when that's not it at all me and my brother are both virgos we're completely different because y'all have y'all have different probably moon signs mm-hmm mm -hmm. see see we know we're born within three weeks of each other it doesn't matter Fuck you, the could, sign. you could have a different like 
All that stuff is so the, the fact the fact that you think that a person born on September fifth and a person born on September twenty first have different signs and activity is wild to me. It just it depends on. <laughs> I've been into this stuff for a minute. It just depends on like your could depend on the birth time. It can depend on what time, like the day So instead of focusing burn. on the relationship, you're focusing no, on things that I don't even, hinder the not relationship. Even, not even, because I don't even ask for people's signs until later on. And then I'm just like, what the hell sign are you? And then it starts to click to me that some of the related traits that I've experienced are similar to the other, like say if it was the same sign, like if they were Leo before, if I dated a Leo before. I'm just like, oh God, the, like the same symbol. So it's things. very clear to me, guys, that people think signs equal signs. No. No, it's not true. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> it's not what I'm saying, but I'm just saying I don't judge anybody. I don't base any you relationship. You clearly do. No, I base relationships <laughs> off of red flags. If I see a red flag and if I but see But if you had a Leo and, and the same should happen, like a red flag. So it, red flags can be different for different people, right? A red flag for one person listen, can be different for another. I always thought. That Richard, what I know, I'm bringing up him again. We knew, we knew. Well, I, I we could have told you that. I didn't know he was a Leo. Oh my god, I did not know that he made was a difference. Leo. No, I always thought he was a Virgo, and I was like, oh my god, I can't see the. And I was like, why are Virgos like this? And I was like, he's not like my mom in any kind of way. He's not like Calvin because you're a Virgo. So I was like, he's Don't not like that. Me and your mom are not the same. I know, but I'm just saying, like, but this is before I learned all about what the details into, like, the signs, like the sun, the lilith, whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. This is before I learned all of that, that it intunes, it just intunes in a different way. But, like, I'm not saying that I'm an astrology genius, but I do believe that certain things, like, affect you. Like, like even thinking about it, like, I'm not really a night person, but I I'm, am a morning person. Like, I love to get up in the morning. That's because like, of your sign. Because I'm a sign? That's because you're a sign that you don't like nights and you like morning. No, it's the truth. I can wake up <laughs> okay. and, and I can wake up at six in the morning without any issues and be like, okay. woo. But if at night I'm just like ready to. I've seen you at 8 a.m. You not you were not woo. Listen, that's because <laughs> my, <laughs> You were not woo at 8 a.m. Because I didn't have anything to eat. There's a difference. I was hungry. Oh, so you have to eat. Yes. The, 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 I was okay, hangry. okay. I was okay. Hangry. So you have but to didn't you see me sometimes <laughs> having a little pep in my step? <laughs> I saw you, you know walk why? out. Because I had breakfast. I saw you walk out. I, <laughs> I saw you quit and walk out. And Janet was like, where is Raven and Crystal? <laughs> and I was, I was like, I, was I don't sick. know. <laughs> Truly, since that job is over, I was actually at the fucking lake. <laughs> I know you were. She's <laughs> like, we're going to the lake. And I was like, I want to go, but I have to work. Like, no, you could have left to the lake. <laughs> you think they cared about us? Anyways, for um, um, purposes of me getting another job, that was not true. I was really sick. But anyways. <laughs> <laughs> but I did. Okay, it's just because I was so fed up. Like, I was so fed Everyone up. Everyone was fed up. And I was like, I, gonna be, I didn't up. think I was going to come back. You don't understand. I didn't think I was going to come back. And so I left and I walked out and I was like, let's go to the lake. We went to the lake, had barbecue, had the best day ever. The like, two weeks before the bullshit, like you were taking like care calls and you was done. You didn't know what I the fuck to do. <laughs> like, I was like, I'm you done didn't know with what it. To do? Because that's not, if you're in the job and that is not your job title. So say if you're an insurance claim manager, you'd be claiming the insurance all freaking day. And they ask you to go mop the floors in the bathroom. Facts. Like, 
Facts. And you're getting paid to do what? Insurance claims, not to mop the floor of the bathroom. Wouldn't you be pissed? Yes. I was pissed. So that's why I walked off and I went to the fucking lake and I had a great ass time floating in the water in the sun, <laughs> watching the fishes below me and eating barbecue because, and drinking because I needed that drink. Literally needed that drink. And I was in the pool every day. Y'all ain't shit for leaving me like that. You came. <laughs> We had a, we had a like it was an open invitation. <laughs> open invitation. He never comes anywhere. Even if we invite him, he never Facts. comes anywhere. I don't fuck with y'all. Because <laughs> <laughs> we were always in trouble. But anyway, we were floating in the water. It was the best day. And like I was like, man, I'm not going back. But then I came to my senses after I got home from the lake and uh, after not having any liquor in my system. I was like, you know what? I probably should not. Did you go back? Like, yeah, she called me, and I was like, oh, sorry. I was like, I was sick. And God punished me, and I did, I did get COVID in June. Jesus Christ. She literally walked over to my desk, and she's like, what's Raven and Crystal? I was like, I ain't seen, I ain't seen them in three days. I don't know. Like, I don't three know. Three days? <laughs> Calvin, you had to be like, oh, you know what? She it was, was a Monday. She wasn't feeling well, you know. I emailed her though. I did you left your badge on the on the table too, and she picked up your badge. I know she did. She did tell me about it, and I was like, "Yeah, I wasn't feeling well," and I really wasn't. And now I knew why I wasn't feeling well. But yeah, I mean, I wasn't lying that I wasn't feeling well because I wasn't feeling well mentally, and like mental men, mentally is still a sickness, whether you like it or not. And I wasn't feeling mentally, and then physically. All of a sudden, I wasn't feeling great. But, yeah. This is old shit, by the way. This, I know, this is it like, is. We're like, about to hit like a, in two months, it's about to be a year since this bullshit happened. Jesus Christ. Oh, um, I don't know, I'm smacking right now. You always smack. <laughs> Anyways. You kind of look like Tony the Tiger. Who's Tony the Tiger? Frosted Flake. Oh, we're more than good. We're great. Okay, yeah. Maybe I am. Maybe I am Tony the Tiger. <laughs> Y'all, I had a little vodka. She lie. had two inches of vodka. Oh, a lot. It was like it was probably two point five of a shot. No. Does that make sense? It was a shot and a half. Yeah, I'm a lightweight. <laughs> oh fuck! I'm done talking about PA. Can we? Can we get to the yeah, spring like, break? Yes. Okay. Mass mandate. Okay. Shit. So I don't know if y'all heard, but Texas has That's, lifted the the thing next week. The thing. The thing. The mass mandate, a hundred percent. On that Wednesday. I'm, I'm not mad or anything because hey, I've been out ever since COVID hit. Like I've never stopped risking my life. life. Uh, yeah, I, I have. But I got. But I'm COVID free. Even though it's a virus, so I don't really know how that works with science. I think I'm just immune to it now. I'm it kind of works I'm like you don't go out. Anymore. Like you don't go out and you be alright. That's how it works. I don't understand what you're trying to tell me. <laughs> what are you trying to tell me, Calvin? You know what? I think I've... I've wear gained... a fucking mask. I do wear a mask. When Sometimes. I go out. No, I all, all the time when Any I go out. Any picture I've seen you in in the last three years. I, you because I take my mask off to take a picture. You think I'm going to take a picture in a mask and not show this beautiful... <laughs> mouth and these crooked teeth that I have. No. I am going No. Child that shows childish as fuck. No. <laughs> but I mean I'm not mad about the mask mandate. Like I'm still gonna wear my mask if I go to the grocery store or wherever I go, you know. That's the dumbest like that's the dumbest thing in the like 
we're trending upwards, like we're being good, like we're doing it the right way. You know what? Let's let's, let's fuck it all. Fuck everything we've already done already. But why do you think that he lifted the mask mandate? Because he wanted to get legs, and the government was going to give Greg Abbott legs. <laughs> they were going. They promised him the if irony. he lived, if he was going to be the first person lifted, he would get the legs. <laughs> first person. <laughs> I'm He's been, not. He's not. Anyways, he's still going to be these Republicans. They're just gonna, he's just trying to do this to please the Republicans. First I've been an advocate of just like I have not shitted on Greg for a long time. Like I've had jokes for this dude for a long time, right? He's never going to. But be he just keeps rolling on. He's never. He's never going to be lifted from office because one, Texas is just a strong, a strong. Um, what's it called? Strong. It's not liberal. What is it called? conservative state we're a strong conservative state but i think the reason why that he lifted the mass mandate was because spring break is coming up and everybody knows spring break acl and south by southwest is still on it's always been on yeah like, it's been on before it's, him and then saying the, not to minish, min, mention the rodeo and stuff like that it's a big money pot for texas fuck all that joe rogan lives in austin texas who joe rogan biggest podcaster in the universe UFC lives in Austin, and mad rich people are moving to Austin right now. Is Sandra Bullock there? Hey, Sandra. She might be. If you're living in Wiz Austin. Wiz Khalifa got a place up the street on the nanny, south side. Wait, does she have children? If you need a nanny, I'm here for you. Okay? I'm here for you. We can sip wine and watch the kids from she's the not doing. With, she's not doing that with you, Raven. Anyways, Sandra, if you need a nanny... I'm here for you. She's Matthew not doing McConaughey, that with you. if you need a wife. She's not doing that with you. I said Matthew McConaughey, if you need a wife. He's not doing that. He don't even be here. Hook him. <laughs> he's, a he's a professor now at UT. I don't believe even that. Even though I went to the, the, the lesbian school, Texas Women University. Not that there's anything wrong with it. I'm just kidding. It's not a lesbian school. Isn't but, that where you went? Yeah. Aren't you a lesbian? In some ways, more than none. <laughs> <laughs> okay it's the vodka talking to me anyways the one shot of vodka she had <laughs> but like i just feel like he's lifting this mask thing just we got donkey of the day from the breakfast club because that's so stupid do you know what they did i'm telling you democrats are very clever i'm not saying that they're democrats or liberals or whatever they were they literally showed up to his house with a moderachi band because oh well this was ted cruz they showed up to Teddy's house with a Matarachi thing. Not Teddy. Yeah. Teddy. Teddy Gregory. Cruise? Yeah. My Teddy. cruise ship? Like Teddy. the cruise ship he was about to be on while he left oh, us yeah. freezing? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ. So they showed up with the Matarachi man. I hope I'm pronouncing that right, which I feel like I'm not because I didn't roll my R's. Anyways, <laughs> showed up to them with the Matarachi. They were like, uh, you need to get out of office. And I thought it was a great gesture. Like, these people are petty. And that's that petty that I've aimed, always aimed to be. Um, so, bravo to you guys. Well played. Well played. I love it. But, yeah, they showed up to the thing. I even, I, 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 I freaking um, uh, tweeted him. And I was like, oh, how fun in Mexico. You and tweet people like you think that it got to him. It probably did. It probably got to his associate. Okay. Why do you think he came back so quickly from Mexico? Mexico. Eh. Why? 
Who knows? My tweet. <laughs> it was you? It was me. <laughs> oh, I, t- I tweeted Gregory too. Shout out the look, shout out to Greg. Ori. Because <laughs> he's trying to like fuck up our whole lives. Like I did not like him until this. Like, I know he did some bullshit before this, but like until this point, and when he got out there with a mask on, like he walked into the bullshit with a mask and said, No more mask are needed. I'm like what? <laughs> what if they're not needed walk in there with no mask i know a lot of businesses in texas are not abiding i mean not abiding they're, they're not that they have to we should by not open up the state of texas at all i think he was reading the numbers from like the top of texas where there's like really yeah. rural areas and stuff like that i think he was talking about that just wait the spike is, that's where he rolled from he's gonna wait until after spring break and then he's gonna talk about how the mandate's back on but after spring break because it's a big money pop. Isn't Alabama roll tide? Like, why he do that here? I don't know. Can they open Louisiana? Can they open NOLA so I can go gamble? <laughs> can they close Texas? Yeah. No, they they won't. They until, should I, until what's a gonna, few more people die. What, what's going to happen is like we're going to be the inner, like I was I was watching like uh, Brilliant Idiots. And uh, Charlemagne was like, Texas, Mississippi, Florida were the tech, the, like the test subjects of the country. Because I was in New York, Mashup was closed. Like there was whole restaurants just encased in snow. Like they had not been open for months. And there's no uh, sweeper or nothing like that. Like the whole restaurant was literally a snowball. Because they haven't been open for a very fucking long time. So when I went to New York, I mean, it wasn't snowing at the time when I went Different there. times, different. I would go when the time you went, I would go that time. I yeah. wouldn't go the time I went. I'm done with snow. But they still were very cautious about everything. And, I, like, I know New York is, everything is close proximity, which they have a bigger risk. But, I mean, everywhere you go, you're going to have a risk. But, like, it was the restaurants inside wasn't open. They only, they had, like, most restaurants, especially in the Brooklyn area, See, I, I wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't in New York City. Oh, so I was in Rochester. Like literally, it's an hour and a half. I don't from know Canada. if they did this, but they had like they built out additional outside areas. Oh no, they had that there as well. Like they yeah. had like a little like uh, like an enclosed booth thing with a heater. Like if you were in a party mm-hmm. of like four or five, you can sit outside in this enclosed little booth thing. Yeah. But that was lit. The and also when it comes to the, when it came to the snow and shit like shit like that. Um, they took care of that shit. My mom was like, they was not like that here. And we no, live in Hutto. We, we live in the best part of town. They weren't. They, weren't. <laughs> they were not like that, okay? Like, I was snowed in, throwing, literally throwing my milk and eggs out in the yard to keep them cold because there was no electricity. But being on a farm, your electricity almost goes out every, I wouldn't say every week, but it goes out because... There's just different things that just happen in the country. Like they're, they're like you have your own, basically your own like electric line that's connected to your neighbors. That's like an acre away, or two acres away. So, like that tends to happen. And we had like the can kerosene lamps too. Mm-hmm. So, I was always prepared. It sucks when it goes out and it's and it's. I mean, like we never really had like a central unit air conditioning, and we didn't have an air conditioning until I was like 13 or 14. Because the other, the central air was actually broken in the in, our, in the house I grew up in, but like when it came time for it to be cold and stuff like that, we had one of those old stoves that you saw, like the 
like the metal ones with gas mm-hmm and I'd be damned if I didn't tell you my legs would burn from the back by standing so close to the stove but uh, and that's something that's like like being in New York at this time like like we talked about on the last episode Mm -hmm. like I felt like distant from it but I saw what it should be in these moments but this is these moments When when does Texas get this shit Never. Well, for two to three weeks, right? I better never. New York gets this shit, uh, especially upper New York, where you're right next to the the river is called Toronto. <laughs> like once you get up there, and that shit is normal, and that's what you live in mm-hmm. every single day for like nine months out of the year. Like I get it, but like seeing how this everything's gas up there. Mm-hmm. Everything's gas. Yeah. Um, there's rarely anything that's like actually I did notice powered that. by electricity. And then like the apartment complexes that they have. Well, my friend, she actually stays in an older building, but I, I really like where she stays. She stays in Queens, but the whole building is mint. They all never say say. I mean, blah, say say say. Blah, blah, blah. I can't even talk. Blah, blah. <laughs> Anyways, her building is mostly for elderly people, so they tend to turn the heat on quite often, and it's, it's central air central air throughout the whole building. So, and they don't have air conditioning in there, so they have to buy like the, either their own air conditioning units or they can rent one, mm-hmm. which the I kind of like that. Hang out the wall. I mean, mm-hmm. outside. That's the, exactly what she has. Mm-hmm. So, or, and plus it gets pretty cold. It's like pretty, it's just still stays yeah, pretty let me, cold let, here. Let around. me stop you there. We, the first night we were in New York. Are you drunk? You, just hit, you just hit your cup like you were. Okay, continue. So. <laughs> The first night we were there, because they don't, well, where she lived, there's not, like, outside heating. Mm-hmm. You just open the window. Yeah. She opened all three windows. I froze. And I love the cold. Mm-mm. Like, I love my shit at 40 it's to 50 cold. degrees. That shit was, like, below 10. Uh-uh. I could not sleep. That, that cold paralyzed me. That yeah. shit was tough as fuck. And she only opened, I think she only two of the three windows Mm-mm. i was like no no i can't it was snowstorm consistently so it's like you would like look outside blizzard for 10 minutes done people would come like sled everything out the way 30 minutes later blizzard <laughs> do the same shit and then the sidewalks were like snow up to here that's crazy. <laughs> and next time Texas want to act, act up, I'm leaving you, okay? I want to leave. I'm leaving you. I'm, leave. going, I'm going to Africa. I'm going to where? I don't know. The hottest place in America. Where is the hottest place? Not America. <laughs> hottest place in the world. Where is the hottest place in the world? Which next Hell? Week? Yeah, I'm going there. <laughs> well, we already established that I'm going there. But anyways, I'm going to somewhere hot. I'm not going to stay here. I'm moving out. I'm going to Florida. I'm going to... Um, Brazil, I'm going to South America, anywhere that I can get heat from. I'm going to, I'm even, I heard even Mexico, some parts were really cold too. Maybe El Paso, that's, I mean, I mean, it's in Texas, but yeah, it feels like Mexico. Like right there. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. I always want, honestly, I'm really, not El Paso. I always wanted to go to Roswell. <laughs> is it Roswell, New Mexico? You gonna fuck the aliens? Yeah, I always wanted to see Area Fifty One. Have you ever watched that show? Um, Do you ever Tom? see when uh, motherfuckers stormed Area Fifty One and all the motherfuckers got fucked up? 
Anyways, I'm going to go to Area 51. I'm going to send some ex there to go check it out before me. An ex? Not the ex that you're thinking about, but he could be one of them that I send as bait. For FBI purposes. You're starting to use people as tools. For FBI purposes, this is only a joke. (laughs) How would you send a man to... Area 51, like, yo, my lashes is there. My hair is there. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) But anyways, yeah, so about that. Let's get over there before the FBI be contacting me. Um, But yeah, so mask mandate. Are you still going to wear your mask? Yes. I doubled. So in Baltimore, like, the airport was nasty crazy. Like, I mean, like, shoulder to shoulder, like, it's that packed. Mm-mm. Like, I, I promise you, it was the most packed airport American I've ever Airlines. seen. They were there, too. <laughs> what you talking about? American Airlines be packed. They don't care about you. Not even the air, not the, the plane, but the airport oh. was packed like crazy. Like, I literally could barely walk. Like, um, even to talk to you, like, I had to walk from where I was sitting to go into the crowd for it to be less talking in the crowd versus where I was sitting that was crowded. Mm. <laughs> There's one person who sat by me at, when, I went, when I was going to New York. He sat right by me and I'm just like, sir, there is like 50 million chairs that who'd you, you can- Who'd you go through? What, I, went, I was sitting in the airport. No, who'd you go through? What's it, the airline? Oh, it was, it was our airport, Austin Berkstone. No, guy. the airline, I'm sorry. Oh, American Airlines, never again. I don't think I've ever been on them. No, don't go on there. They I didn't want to do Southwest. It's just a step up, step up from Spirit, and I prefer Spirit better than them. That's how bad it is. <laughs> because like, you're gonna become a Spirit. Literally, yeah. <laughs> at least, at least you know you're gonna be dropped off in midair. <laughs> but this guy sat right next to me, like right next to me. I'm like, dude, there's plenty of other seats. And this is like when COVID was like hot, like hot, like a hot tamale, hot tamale train, hot tamale train, hot tamale train. I can't even say that. But anyways, he sat super freaking close to me. And I'm just like, I know I'm in the streets a lot, but like. (laughs) (laughs) I know I'm in the streets. (laughs) Um, Like tonight, I might be in the streets tonight. If you see me, mind your business. Southwest was was good. Like, like, Southwest is always good. It's never been good for me because I don't like a bus in the sky. Mm. I don't like that idea that I have to figure it out while I get on. You have to make a decision while you walk on the plane. Instead of just looking and finding out exactly where you need to sit, I don't like that. I like it. <laughs> I make sure I put three bags in the seats. And, I just and people it. don't care. They'll be like, um, overhead. I'll be looking like this. <laughs> I did once again follow your suit. I did wear more clothes mm-hmm. on the way back oh than I did. God. That reminds getting- <laughs> me. I found a new way, guys. A new way. Thank you, TikTok. A pillowcase. A pillowcase that zips up. No. So put some of your pillows no. in a pillowcase. No. It's not weighted. People no. are not going to check it. No. They're no. Gonna, they're not going to check it. You know, no. This is not for you. This is for my cheap people. Okay. The cheap people. No. Right <laughs> Don't do it. check it. Listen. You, write, you walk don't right in with it. that pillow. and. Please don't do it. Watch me. Watch me do it. Okay, especially on spirit. Don't animals. let it be don't let it be your pillowcase either. Anyways, this homegirl had a silk pillowcase. It was cute too, and she had all her clothes and a towel in there, and she walked right up in that airport. 
So do it. Don't, don't do it. Do it. Don't do it. Do it. Like especially if you're going on a three or four day trip. Do don't do it. Don't do it. Stop. Don't do it. Don't do it. No. Nah. Do it. Just do it. Like Nike, okay? Because because I had to match it on and I maybe took all that shit off. Wait, wait, you didn't tell I had national, I had my belt on, I had like extra jackets on and stuff like that, I had stuff in my bag. It took me about 20 minutes to get from point A to point B, and that's just getting to the port. Don't do it. No one told, you, no one do told it. you to wear a belt. You already know. We, look, my people know. Okay, I'm gonna call y'all my people because y'all are my people. If you're going on a flight, this is what you should be doing. You should be ha- in sweatpants. If you're doubling in sweatpants, maybe some, maybe double your sweatpants. I tripled the sweatpants. But don't be wearing a belt, okay? Don't wear a belt. Don't wear your chains. Don't wear your jewelry or anything like that. Just put it in your carry-on bag, and then put it in a Ziploc bag. So whenever you get there. Wait, make sure it doesn't unravel. So make sure you're not like putting multiple stuff on there. So if it unravels or anything like that, won't get tangled. Put it on the Ziploc bag so you can take it out the Ziploc bag. All your electronics in one Ziploc bag. All your soaps and stuff in one Ziploc bag. That way it's like boop, 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 boop. Because you know you got to be running across the airport um, to get to your plane on time. I don't know why I slapped my knee. Like, hey. Anyways. Because I um, So anyways, you, so you don't wear any belts or anything like that. You make sure you get everything in like Ziploc bags, whatever, belts in Ziploc bags because they're going to have to check that anyway. So once you're through there, make sure you wear socks and stuff. So whenever you walk in, walk out, you got I forgot to take your shoes off. I haven't been on the flight in a long time. Yeah, you do. And I tie my shoes extra hard. That shit was stressful. You wear slides like... (laughs) Don't don't wear those guys. Okay, if you can't... Oh, I forgot. This is a podcast. It's like the Adidas slides, but the cheaper version that I got from H&M for four bucks, <laughs> the outlet. But you wear slides like that with socks so you're not stepping on the ground. Um, and I don't know why that part was so loud. Anyways, and then have your pillowcase ready with like stuff that's not going to like have metal in it. So maybe your towel, maybe a few shirts, maybe don't put pants in there. Maybe like your pajamas and stuff like that. Like maybe your undergarments too. Stuff too that you can like lay on the plane with because it's a pillow right so make sure you do that and then you'll be good to go some people just don't know how to do it right i mean i was gonna explain to you how i could have done it better because southwest <laughs> that's this first time i've been on southwest and they allow carry-ons uh-huh. right so i'm thinking a carry-on is something in a backpack and you have to consolidate shit like that they don't give a fuck about how big your shit is. I saw people walking in there with suitcases this fucking big and putting mm-hmm. them overhead. I was scared that they won't charge me some shit like United or mm-hmm. uh, Delta would do. And it was not that. No, you literally just, you have you have to be in the mindset. So once they call, <laughs> the once they call row A section B, even though you row C section one, whatever you want to call it, you go in with them and you're walking. I know that's this not, is a little, I know this not, is a little that's, ghetto. Okay? That's not how you're supposed to, you're you supposed walk, to wait. You don't wait for them. You go in. So you just scan you, your shit. You go in. You scan you, your no, shit. No, you get in line because you have to get in. They're going to call the next row or whatever. Say, say it's like section six and you're section 
Seven. So that, that, that wouldn't have worked in my situation. It was so many people. You just go. <laughs> you don't think about these other people. You think they're thinking there about you? There are so many people. They're, they're and not. like getting on first isn't a factor. If you, See, you if need you, to go you, travel with me because we're not going to play. You got to fly with somebody. To, you, need to get your, you need to get your snacks ready. You need to get everything that you need to do when we get on this plane. Because once they call roll six, um, six, six B... And we are seven, we're seven A. Listen, guess what we're gonna be doing? We're gonna be the last people for six B and be first in line walking on that plane. Have your thing ready. Have the the have your suitcase on this side. If it's a rolling suitcase, have it on this side, away from these the the people who are scanning you in, so they won't see it. Scan it in. You walk in because once they scan it, it's it's all game from there. <laughs> I should have a YouTube channel. <laughs> Oh my god, I'm so ghetto, but I love it. But yeah, that's what you do. And then you find the first overhead bin that you see. You might there might already be people on the plane, and this is where it gets tricky because somebody might already. <laughs> I don't think it's tricky. It's <laughs> tricky already. It's a process. Do I need to make you a bath next time? Anyway, so there's people that already have their like their suitcases in the overhead department. So you find the one that's empty, you put it in the bag, you sit in your seat, because when someone comes in there, they're going to be like, Ugh. they're going to be complaining, like, who took my overhead compartment but above my seat? And you're just sitting there like this. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Silence. That's not how it should go. <laughs> that's not how it should it go. It goes like that for me, and it, it works does. every single time. You know what I learned? Oh, this thing? God. My freaking sister. My sister. That's not how it should go, because, once again... If you're traveling with someone who has, I traveled with someone who had a different time, not a different time, but uh, different seats. Well, availability. At that point, it's everybody for themselves. That's why I don't like Southwest. Everybody for themselves. <laughs> That's why I don't like Southwest. If she doesn't know the plan, then she just doesn't know the plan. You know what I mean? She doesn't. You you can tell her about the plan. The rules. If you don't, if she don't just know like the doing rules, what you're supposed to sometimes do. Sometimes it's everybody for themselves, and you just got to get on where you fit, get in where you fit in. Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> no. All right, then you're gonna be sitting. You're gonna be mad at me because your seat was after me. Your seat was before me, and I was after you. And I'm already on the plane like this. <laughs> this is this is what we do. It's a process. It's a map. There's like airport is no joke, guys. Okay, we already know this. You already. But know. when you flew, you flew into Laguardia. Correct. I did, but that that airport was way worse, and I had to walk. And trust me, I didn't. We had never an hour and a half layover in again. Baltimore. I mean, I've had layovers. One one layover. I'm talking about in what you talking about. What you did last time, you definitely didn't have no one and a half hour layover. I did. I have. One, I've had one that was two hours. But not you, with Laguardia. No, not with Laguardia. But I was in Charlotte, North Carolina. But it was still packed in there. No, I. I'm gonna show you a picture after this shit. You're gonna be like, oh, cow, yeah. Mm. I could barely walk. Every restaurant mm-hmm. that was in there had a two hour line. That's, you should already <laughs> ate. Had snacks. Yes! You should have already ate. <laughs> Why and the not fuck you with the rest? Starve, okay? You should just. <laughs> <laughs> if it's an hour away and you know it's a long line, you just know that you can't eat till then. You need to already have breakfast tacos in hand when you were coming in that airport. Gobble them down. Facts. Because I don't even. I don't, I don't or like, just 
I mean, you, I know you don't like to spend, I don't like to spend money on the plane, but if I'm that hungry, I'm going to buy some peanuts and like the cheese, like the Sarah Lee cheese thing, crackers thing that they always have on the board. You ate that before we started or, the podcast. Or drink liquor. It'll get you through your hunger. So Southwest did me dirty, right? So originally, so originally I was supposed to leave on Wednesday, right? Like we got there Sunday night. I was supposed to leave Wednesday. But the snow and all the bullshit was happening in Austin. They wouldn't allow people to fly in like that. So we pushed it back to like Saturday. And when we got on the plane, the first 55 minutes of the plane, we arrived to our second destination. We flew from New York, which I've, we've already said this in the, in the podcast, but mm-hmm. I just want to like make sure people understand what the fuck I'm saying. Like We flew for 55 minutes to Baltimore and had to stay in Baltimore for an hour plus. Oh, I had a 30-minute flight one time. That's some bullshit. A thir- not 30-minute flight to Austin, but a 30-minute flight to get to my layover spot, and then I had a two-hour two hour layover. We had a three-and-a-half-hour flight from Baltimore to Austin. That's ridiculous. That's some bullshit. Like, I'd rather have just stayed in the air for another hour and a half and then stay somewhere for 30 to 35 minutes and then do another hour and, and a half. And that's where your seats get tricky too because if you're going to have a 30 minute, late, 30 minute flight to that one destination, what you get is you can get a middle seat because they don't charge you for that. But if you want to get a comfortable seat, get a comfortable seat on the outside <laughs> edge for your longer flight. And that's where you're like, it's a science. Southwest, and once again, Southwest is actually maybe I good. Maybe like an app. What kind of app? How to, how to get through the airport. <laughs> I feel like that's what they should do. Yeah, it'll be like videos, instruction videos, like, girl, let me tell you, this is how you pack your bag, okay? It'll be like things like that. I think it'll be fun. A Raven segment called mm-hmm. Packing Bags? A packing bag. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, you didn't bring anything to eat? Girl, you better just get on that plane. <laughs> okay, so uh, even though, speaking of eating and food, that brings us to... I don't know if I have the resolve to, to answer the question that you have, but you can ask it. Well, you're the one who said you're going to answer the podcast. You I know. said, why, I know did you became, why did you become a chef? <laughs> I don't know if I have the resolve to answer that on this episode. Well, maybe we can do... Do you want to save that question? We might have to save that one, because I don't know if I have the resolve enough to answer it's that professionally to where people can understand what the fuck I'm talking about. I'm but not. I can say... The first thing I ever cooked for an individual, not for me, was a burger with uh, Hawaiian rolls. Ooh, baby. But it was when Hawaiian rolls first introduced their sandwich buns. It was like the first time they actually introduced Homemade it. french fries? I tried. Can you make homemade ketchup? I can't. Do you know, I feel like a burger is good without ketchup and all this other stuff. It depends on where you get it from. Hop Dotties. Moonies. I like Hop Dotties way more than Moonies. Have you been to Moonies? No. Oh, I'm thinking of of Mooyas. No, no, no. Not that bullshit. Moonies. Moonies. M-O-O-N-I-E-S. Moonies. Where's that at? Is it in Austin? So there's one runoff of... 183 and there's one in Cedar Park. They used, I don't know. I never went to a burger place for shakes, but um, there used to be one in Fugerville. It doesn't exist anymore, but Mooney's, best burger spot in the world. No, 
No, it's not. It I is. have a one that tops that. What? I don't, whisper, if I, I don't know if I don't know. No, I'm not. I don't pile. know if it's gonna. I don't know if it, it might sound a little weird. I don't know if this is the correct name. It's in Waco, Texas, and it's called Captain Billy Whiz Bang Jang's Burgers, whatever. They literally. That's not the name. Have you been there? No, but I just know that's not okay. what someone would be called. <laughs> I know it's like <laughs> Captain, would call Bang, that. Captain Bang Jilly Bangs. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I know that's why I said the, wing, the, the, the name might sound a little weird, but they literally dip their burgers in butter, rich butter. Well, I said good, not like healthy good. Like no, Mooney's is good. Like without the dipping into the butter. Listen, good. anything dipped in butter is good. Okay. <laughs> And the cheese just—I'm uh, having a flashback. That flashback so good. The fries. Were it's good. not Richard this time either, guys. No, it was with my first boyfriend, uh, <laughs> Chase. Thank you, Chase, for taking me to that restaurant. It was so good. Let me know what it's called because I don't remember, and I know that you watch the podcast sometimes. But let me know what it's called and take me there. I'm just kidding. He has a girlfriend. Just kidding. We're take us friends. there. Take us there. <laughs> no, I, don't, I don't think she likes that. You know how every girl hates like people's ex, which I really don't care about people's ex. I don't get that either. Like, let's be friends. <laughs> let's go to like a, you know, let's be friends. Majority <laughs> of my exes are friends with me, but like it's a case by case basis with me. Yeah. Like, it, mm. All my exes are friends with me. They, are they? Or, or they still have a weird ex- not a weird, I'm not gonna say a weird obsession, but they still they're still in love with me. I just have that effect on people. Maybe it's because I know how to get through the airport. <laughs> this is the Gambling Talk fucking podcast featuring my co-host Raven fucking Brown. Cheers. Oh my fucking god! Now I can chew my eyes. <laughs> you can chew your eyes. Once again, this is the Gambling Talk podcast. We're closing out right fucking now. <laughs> Peace, guys. Look for look for my YouTube channel. <laughs> Dealing with Raven coming out right now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, bye guys. I think I am gonna make.